The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There's four starters tonight. So a little platter of four starters each person will get. Then there's, you know, the main course, which is the line of pork. But we're also doing a glazed belly of pork. And we have a nice tomato and tarragon sauce, fondant potato and roast vegetables. And we've, we've two types of desserts there. So uh, actually, Paolo, can you bring in the two desserts? So, you know, one of each, the finished one that you've done. There's a board that was made here across the way in the woodwork classes. So they made a board for the... Anyone got one of those boards there? Paddy, will you get me a board? Noel Murray, head of the Department of Tourism and Hospitality at Munster Technological University. Noel, tell me about the event we're here for today. This is the culmination of a number of weeks' work for these prisoners. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a pop-up restaurant tonight, uh, aptly named The Open Door here in Cork Prison. Um, So tonight we have six prisoners who have undertaken this programme of study over the last uh, nine or ten weeks. Uh, And tonight, uh, after learning all of their culinary skills over their weeks, uh, tonight's the culmination of that. So we have a pop-up restaurant where we're bringing in uh, employers from the broader tourism and hospitality industry, so people from restaurants, hotels, and indeed culinary retail outlets as well so I suppose what's fantastic about this initiative is not only are we developing a skill set in prisoners uh, we are giving them the opportunity to look for employment uh, opportunities when they leave uh, when they look to reintegrate back into society so I think this is a fantastic way of doing that Um, by having a pop-up restaurant it means then we can get potential employers to come in and and see those skill sets in action uh, actually see where these inmates are coming from these prisoners where they're based but what they've learned uh, and and are willing then to give them an opportunity when they leave and bringing the employer in to see them at work that is that a new venture yeah so i suppose one of the things we would have done uh, at mtu in the past is we had a taster lecture series where we've uh, academic staff from you know science art engineering sport coming in and giving taster programs uh, to prisoners uh, and then, and we delivered one in culinary so this this particular program grew from there because we saw actually we could put a practical program in place but that the culmination would be a pop-up restaurant whereby we could have the employers uh, in situ we saw a similar model in the UK uh, in, uh, in a prison in the UK and we saw that this was a real opportunity because it's not just enough to develop these skill sets uh, for prisoners because when they leave maybe they don't get the chance to gain employment to actually practice and develop those skills so this is what's I think really unique and exciting about this programme Barry Owens, IASIO, a criminal justice organisation um, that looks at social inclusion for people with convictions What was the idea behind this event? It's, it's unusual, I've never seen anything like it before? It comes after uh, a culinary skills program that is the first of its type, that it's a very intensive program that teaches people real skills in demand by employers. So it is uh, giving people in prison a very real kind of access route to jobs in the community. Employers are crying out for people. So this is marrying two things. We're skilling up people here in prison and we're connecting them with employers through those skills. So something different and something very, very uh, potentially very good. Tell me about the general work your organisation does. We help people uh, get training, education or employment and one's a step to the other. So from the criminal justice setting we first ask what next, what stands in your way, how can you get it, uh, what do you want, these kinds of questions, very basic. And also once they identify something realistic we step out and help them get 
that thing. So that's the employment programs. We also run something called the resettlement service, and that helps people. It's very much uh, from the prison, uh, so it helps people. It stabilizes their release. We look at their housing needs, their welfare needs, their say medical card needs. So we start with resettlement planning. How do you plan, and how do you make it as stable as you can, and what do you need to do that? And then there's basic applications on top of that, often around housing, often around access to services in the community. There may be homelessness issues, and there may be other kind of needs that people might have. Prison is an interruption of one's life. It's an interruption that one has earned, shall we say. Um, But you've also got to look at it, well, when you come out of prison, you should have an opportunity to start again, and that's what you do. An opportunity to start again, absolutely. Second chances, and for some people, first chances, because, you know, uh, that is often the case. There are many people from very disadvantaged backgrounds that weren't given a first chance in the beginning, but even if they were given a first chance, this is a second chance, and everybody deserves that. It makes sense for the person, for the community. We may not be able to roll back that they were here. We can't change that a crime has been committed. We can affect and influence the chances of another one being committed. The more opportunity, the more choice, the more real choice, the less the chance of that happening. I'm Professor Maggie Cusack, President of Munster Technological University. The initiative came about by lecturers from MTU volunteering to provide taster lectures, and they provided those on a whole range of topics, science and engineering, arts and culinary, and a large number of prisoners um, participated and joined those lectures and really enjoyed them. But it was from those that the the initiative came about. We realised there was a demand for culinary skills, and that's why we created um, this programme. It's a special purpose award, and it's very much a a collaborative effort. So it's it's staff from MTU, um, in collaboration with the Irish Prison Service, with the Cork ETB, and also with the Irish Association for Social Inclusion Opportunities. So really large um, collaboration coming together. Lots of people supporting the initiative and we're really grateful for that. We're all well aware of the demand and the vacancies, the large number of vacancies. Some estimate that it's around about 40,000 vacancies in tourism and hospitality in Ireland just now. So we're really proud that this initiative um, means that people are then upskilled in a way that there's real demand for their skills. You can hear from the atmospherics around us, we are in a full working prison and the, the meal will be served on a, on a working landing within that, within that prison. It's unique, Professor. It is unique and I think it's really important that um, it's not just in any generic big bland room. We're aware that we're in prison, we're aware that we're helping address some of the challenges. So I think it's a unique and it's something to be celebrated that we are working hard to try and make a difference and to provide um, opportunities for, for upskilling to really break patterns. Some of the thoughts of the various officials attending this event, but what about the prisoners themselves that have been learning these skills and are putting them into operation at their pop-up restaurant, The Open Door? We were introduced to Pablo and Paddy. We work in the kitchen in the prison. I work all I work in the mess, he works in the kitchen. The mess is where we cook for the officers. And um, so we, I always showed an interest on, on, the, on the cooking side and I would speak. What have you learned over the last couple of months? We've learned a lot, a lot like um, cutting skills and how to cook properly and how to make things properly, you know, mm. with JJ. 
tell me a bit about JJ. They're all talking about JJ. <laughs> uh, JJ is great. He's a great man. He's a great lecturer as well. He's um, calm and he, he teaches us a lot, you know. And he excited about this evening? Absolutely, 100%, yeah. Like the, we're a bit nervous as well. <laughs> Are you excited by the opportunity that it might give you when you've done your time? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, I'm just kind of kind of glad that we, even though we are incarcerated, we're in, we're in jail. Like mm-hmm. we actually got to do something with it. You know, we're not we're not just looking back and saying, "Oh, sure, what do we do? We've done nothing." You know, mm-hmm. we're we're coming out of here with a qualification and we're coming out of here with experience. And a lot of a lot of people were after meeting throughout the however many weeks we were doing the course so yeah it's, it's 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 as much as going to jail isn't such a good experience but yeah. what we've done with it is, is a good experience you know i'm looking at your eyes lighting up as we talk you, you can see the opportunity oh 100 yeah 100 uh just even talking to jj you can kind of kind of learn a lot from him and just yeah he's 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 a wonderful man he's sound out you know yeah, yeah. So. Any, any thoughts on what you'd like to do afterwards well, uh, I was working as a chef on the outside, so I'm, I'm going straight back into the hospitality sector, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out and getting back into the kitchen. The opportunity to, to get on with your life, how important, and, and to do something afterwards, how important is that to you at the end of whatever length of time you're spending here? Uh, for, to me, it's uh, very important because uh, what our family went through and what we went through as well, you know. Yeah. So we don't want, I don't want, myself personally, I don't want to put my family through what they've been through at the moment, you know. So Do you feel guilty about that? Small bit, yeah, small bit, because you know, there's, they're stressed on the outside and worried about me. Yeah. But um, since coming here then, I, I showed them that all the things I've, I've taken from here, resettlement, um, psychology, counselling, drug counselling, mm-hmm. and now the MTU course as well. So they're, they're happy for me now at the moment. Like, you know. yeah. Paddy, you're, you were not in there in agreement. Yeah, like a, a lot of people kind of think, oh, it must be hard being in prison. But when you actually come to prison, you kind of realise that it's a lot harder on your family. You know, it's, it's, it's not only you who has to do the sentence, it's everyone who loved you, you know what I mean? Everyone who cares for you. And that's just the way it is, you know, you just have to kind of think about the others whereas yeah. when you're doing what you're doing get yourself into jail you're not thinking about anyone yeah. other than yourself or you're not thinking at all you know and, and do you get to make your peace with them then can you make your peace with them yeah yeah you can yeah well I suppose with my mother she's she's proud my girlfriend she's proud that I'm doing this and yeah. that I actually I can get something out of it you know because jail, listen jail is no place for anyone to come you know we kind of we kind of realise that the hard way so yeah I think that's a strong message coming out from you guys. You know, don't don't put yourself in the place that we are right now. Yeah, we all like everyone makes everyone makes mistakes, and I I, I made my mistake, and uh, I'm paying the price now, and I hope I'll never again make the mistake again. You know, and same message from you. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, we've kind of just had to learn from what we've done, and. And you're just hoping that the world will give you another chance and you'll exactly. grab it with both hands? Exactly, yeah, 100%. I, I, know, I know for a fact that it's after opening my eyes a lot, you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of glad it's coming to an end now, you know. This is the famous JJ. Tell us yeah. a bit about yourself. Well, I suppose uh, I've been a chef all my life and uh, I went to education late. 
so that's why I can kind of sort of uh, sympathise with the lads about you know maybe starting late or something so I started my education when I was 37 so I did my degree and all that stuff so I feel it's something you could do at any time you know what I mean you could change what you want to do I mean I'm still chefing but I got my qualifications which I hadn't all along I got them later so I'm about to finish a PhD now a few years ago I came in here for a lecture and this kind of came about from that you know so it's kind of grown from an idea of a talk to uh, an actual fully endorsed university module with uh, a five credit certificate on it and um, the the lads tonight will get their certificates and all presented to them by the president of the university tonight. What's it been like working with the lads here? Oh, it's, it's great. I mean, I was... Okay, it's coming into a prison, so, like, I mean, you're, you're a bit, you know, there's a bit of trepidation in the beginning, but, like, that was easily gone after, after a week or that, you know. I didn't really... I don't see anything different to teaching below in the school, below in the university. It's exactly the same, you know, like, the lads all here, they're actually probably, you know, they've great interests, you know, like, you know, that's the one thing you have to have is interest and reliability. You know, all the rest of the stuff will come, you know what I mean? Like, all the skills and, you know, about taste and flavour and all that stuff. As long as you're interested and reliable, any chef will give you a chance. Tonight, now, they're going to meet some people from industry who are, you know, potential employers, you know? So, like, um, two or three of them will get jobs tonight from this because they're being released soon. You're that company? Yeah. Oh, I, I am, yeah, because the ones, some of the people I know that are coming to this already have, you know, prisoners working for them, ex-prisoners working, and they, they don't see that. They want to give people a chance. You know, chefs are very good to give people a chance. Yeah. You know, you give a chance and you, you it's either you do well or you blot your copybook one or the other. You know? The second chance is so important. Oh, it's, it's, sure, look, but for the grace of God, any of us could be in here. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, like, anything could happen, a slip of something, you know, you do something or whatever, you know. So, like, everyone deserves a second chance. You come in here, you do your time, you pay your whatever for whatever you've done, you deserve a second chance at it. 20 years ago, when I was in America, my friend that trained with me was a chef in Washington, D.C., and uh, he, um, he introduced me to his head chef who had trained through the prison system in America. And that was 20 years ago, and I wasn't considered anything strange or, not, or you know, out of the norm, you know. So, like, we should be, we should be doing that. I and mean, we're crying out, looking for people to come into the industry, and they can manage this in seven weeks. If they took them under their wing out in industry, what would they do after three or four months? Peter Blank, I'm the governor of Cock Prison. Do you want to showcase the skills that prisoners can learn inside in prison? Uh, with the idea of gaining employment when they go out and, and that'll be part of the release plan so every prisoner that, that comes into prison uh, is released with a plan and it could be a, uh, with link workers in the community accommodation but we want to strengthen the release plans by having employment as part of it so the prisoners will be interviewed for when prisoners who have completed this course will be interviewed by employers and then they have a job to go to when they go out and what this does it, it strengthens their, their release plan they're less likely to re-offend and come, come, and come back into prison and then that, that reduces victims in the community Peter, has the old image of prison been done away with it was just a place of punishment now it's a place to start again is, is that a fair assessment of the change? It, it is a very fair assessment of the, chair, of the change because when, when people come into prison they go back out into society again and the whole idea of when they come into prison is that they have an opportunity to to uh, address the offending behaviours. Uh, we have great support inside in prison. From the time a prisoner comes into custody, he's been assessed for his, his release. Uh, he's assessed by the operation staff. They're, they're assessed by the medical team. They're, uh, they're diverted towards education, 
uh, addictions, psychology, in, re- in re- psychiatry, and the whole plan then is that the person leaves prison with a better education, more more skills, and the confidence to go out and get employment. And what we're trying to do is that if someone comes into prison and engage in education, and they have a positive experience with education, we hope then they'll pass that positive experience onto their children and their siblings so that we break the cycle of people coming into prison. Some listeners might say, well, what about the victims of their crimes? You're not forgetting the victims of their crimes by teaching people to rebuild their lives, are you? No, we're, we never forget the victims of, of crime, but we're also trying to prevent future victims. Yes. Uh, I remember listening to a story that one person told me who, who works there, his, his, his mother had been mugged. But he, he, he worked very closely with prisoners who were, who were being released and putting plans together. And the reason that he was doing it was that nobody else's mother would have to go through what he went through. Mm-hmm. Because he was reducing the risk of that person reoffending again by putting all this work into him and making sure that he had a very strong release plan. Governor, thank you for having us here today because this is an insight, yeah. I think, for myself and certainly for listeners that we wouldn't normally get. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming and I'm delighted that, that you did come in today so that you can share with your listeners the positive story and the positive work that's been done in Cork Prison by prison staff and the teachers and the services who work here. Courts 96 FM.